This is Over the Top Cycling. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado. I have a great guest with us today. Betsy Andreu, it's awesome to talk with you again. It's been too long. Well, thank you so much for having me. You know, bad things happen to people. Uh, some of us get hit by cars when we're out on our bikes. Uh, things just happen. And you, of all people, got hit with one of the biggest curveballs out of the blue that I think was more life-changing for you than, than I can even imagine. How have you dealt with that? Well, that's a very interesting, interesting way to put it because I remember it, it, it from the very beginning, it just came out of a... Um, I stuck to my guns, to my conviction, and when things just started to snowball, 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 and when I was just getting decimated for standing to my conviction, for telling the truth, for not being a doormat, uh, it was a very dark and a very lonely place, I have to say a lot of what people said, and social media wasn't really big 10 years ago, didn't affect me as much. The people who mean something to me, that's their opinion of me matters more than any stranger's. But when, again, it affected Frankie's ability to work in the sport, I, I had enough, and so I just started fighting back publicly. I did pray a lot. Um, I don't want people to think that I'm some... Uh, Ned Flanders goody two-shoes because I've said it many times. I think I'm a bad Christian. I identify, identify more with St. Peter than I do with the Blessed Mother. So I am not by any means this goody two-shoes uh, person who can do no wrong. God knows my faults, which are quite numerous. So, But I did rely, I did rely I prayed. I prayed a lot, and I didn't understand why this was happening to me because I remember talking to Kathy Lamont just saying, I'm telling the truth here. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And so I just kept at it, really believing in my heart that one day the truth would be accepted and would matter, and so I, I stuck with it, and eventually here we are. And as I got to know you, I really started wondering, what's Betsy's life going to be like when this all comes to an end? Because it's been such a huge part of you. Uh, how are you going to deal with this? How have you been dealing with it? But how are you going to deal with this when it's over? How are you going to move on? And I it's saw cool. Well, it's, <laughs> it's going to be very, very welcome. Because a lot of people think, okay, it's over, it's done. And the reality is, it's not over because... Frankie was deposed. Uh, we are witnesses to a federal lawsuit uh, against Lance, and Lance is still at it, and he's still lying about us to anybody who will listen. And uh, the, the difference is I'm at the point now, instead of getting really mad and angry and crying, I'm able to laugh at it. I'm disgusted, but it's kind of par for the course because that's what he is. I was just talking about this with um, somebody who has become a friend of mine who was probably one of the very first American journalists to ever 
uh, not by the bunk. And she had told me, because I said, I'm so disgusted, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm trying to do some good anti-doping work. And especially the local media here in the Detroit area has been absolutely awful. All they want is for me to talk about Lance. I have turned down interviews because I said I refuse to talk about him. I don't want to talk about him. I want to talk about the positive things that are going on. I want to talk about USADA's True Sport Pledge and getting kids in the state of Michigan to sign this thing. And um, they just don't want to hear it. They just want the negative. They want the headline. And it's very frustrating for me that I'm trying to do something good and they don't want to cover it necessarily because I'm not going to be speaking ill of a has-been celebrity. So that is really, that's very disappointing. But as she pointed out, whether you like it or not, Betsy, you are going to be known as the woman who helped to take him down, the woman who refused to be a doormat, the woman who pushed back when he tried to decimate you. That's what you're going to be known as. She said, so maybe instead of fighting it that angle, look at it as a blessing in disguise and say, it's given me the platform to do some good work and to try to spread the anti-doping message, especially to children. And so that's, that's a different way to look at it, and I'm going to try to look at it that way. As opposed to what is it going to be like, it's going to be very, very welcome, because there will come a point when the truth of everything that involves me and Frankie will completely be out there, and it will be the undisputed truth by those of us who are telling it. And when that's said and done, I just hope it's a source of inspiration to anybody who has been bullied by uh, somebody who wanted to suppress the truth from coming out. I hope it's going to be inspiration and, and for people to see that, is, as far as Frankie goes, you're going to do wrong in your life, but it's never too. You don't. It doesn't have to be too late to right your wrong. And so I've always said our story is twofold. It's one of standing up to the bully, um, who had a worldwide stage and a platform, and tried to destroy us. Did not succeed, but definitely tried. And one of redeeming yourself. You know that's. I'd have you on the show a few times, and the last time we spoke, we had actually Skyped you in at a movie and had you up on the screen for an audience uh -huh. question and answer. And when that was over, I just thought, I don't want to do this to, to Betsy anymore. And I saw a post of yours on Facebook the other day where you were just asking, should I or should I not get a smartphone? So, Betsy, did you or did you not get the smartphone? I am not caving. I am standing true to my conviction, and I refuse to get a smartphone. Just the other day, we were in Traverse City, Michigan, which is absolutely gorgeous. I think everybody should go there. It's near Lake Michigan. And I asked Frankie for something, and he refused to give it to me because I didn't have a smartphone. I said, fine. So I texted one of my friends, and he gave me the answer that I was looking for. 
So I'm not going to have a smartphone. I don't want to be connected all the time. I don't want to be one of these people that I see with my head down on the phone. Frankie does it. It drives me nuts. I can't stand it. I want to be connected to life, to people. I don't care if it's to strangers, to even give a, a smile, to acknowledge somebody else's presence instead of having it down on a stupid device. That just that absolutely drives me crazy. So I am not getting a smartphone. But I have posted many things that have nothing to do with um, Wonder Boy, so I don't have to say his name. So I, I, there was a post a few months ago where I asked people, should a Hasidic Jewish baker be forced by law to bake a cake for a Catholic child who is making a confirmation? overwhelmingly the people said absolutely not. So I want to go back and say, okay, all you people. I had maybe, I don't know, close to 500 comments on that. I want to go back and update it and throw in another, uh, some more flame on the fire and just get people's reaction. Number one, because I think it's more entertaining than watching TV. And, um, the other thing as well is I will be vocal as far as the anti-doping message goes. Just because Bernie Madoff is in jail does not mean that the corruption on Wall Street has been cleaned up. People are imperfect. We are always going to have somebody who's going to try to buck the system. And so if I can do my small part, which is to spread the anti-doping message to kids, and there's no better way to do that than USADA's True Sport Initiative, which is geared towards children, then I'll do that. For two years, I was working on having our son's high school, which is in the city of Detroit, sign True Sport's pledge, which is basically saying we're going to compete with integrity. There, is no, there are no shortcuts to success. Travis Tigert happened to be in town, and so he spoke to the children. This is something he didn't do. He normally does not do, but it was a nice big kickoff for the state of Michigan to say, look, this is the first school in the state of Michigan who wants to live by these principles, who wants to compete with integrity. I think it's fantastic, and I think if other schools can follow suit, it would be great. Let's face it, the morality and the ethics and the scruples all start in the home, but if we can have an environment which nurtures that, it makes it, it resonates with kids all that much more. Yeah, it's interesting that you're doing this because I've heard comments from actually a number of people saying, yeah, I hope Betsy gets involved with junior cycling, junior sports, and that's exactly what you're doing. Well, yeah, it would be nice. This is a... Uh, um, the problem that we have is that uh, I would love for this to be covered in the media, but some in the media want to cover it only when it really takes off, but the only way it's going to take off is if people know about it. And so I thought I'm going to start with my own children's schools and see if we can take it off that way. And so far I've had quite a few people email me with uh, wanting information and uh, a contact, a direct contact for True Sport. And so it's my hope that the True Sport team at USADA will be um, deluged with uh, people who want this program to happen. And so if we could just 
flood them with requests on information on true sport, I think that would be fantastic because let's face it, no child, I don't care if you're single digits, if you're a teenager, should ever, ever feel compelled that they have to dope to make the team get the scholarship, uh, get on the team that they want to get on. That's just, it's wrong. Nobody should ever feel that they have to do that. And there is absolutely no excuse at all, especially given with WADA and USADA in existence. At what age are you actually starting to reach out to the kids? Well, I started, they have a program that starts at the grade school level. They do. And so I went and I went with, my son's, our son's high school first, because I had talked to them about it first. So since I had talked to them, I approached them two years ago, basically. Uh, we were working on it. I've been working on it since then. But when you have to rely on other people to get something done, sometimes you just can't push it through. You just have to wait, wait, wait. Well, two years later, it finally happened. And so my next step is I'm going to be contacting our, our three children go to three different schools because they're three different ages. So I'm going to be talking to um, our daughter's high school, to the booster club there, and I'm going to be talking to our – I already talked with the athletic director of our youngest son's middle school. And so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's a great initiative. And what's the reaction from parents? A lot of people want it. A lot of people want it. A lot of people think it's great. Now, again, you're going to have these nut job parents who are going to be out there going crazy. I remember one time when our son was in first grade, a mom, uh, he is a hockey player, and a mom went up to her son and started pointing her finger and yelling at him. And I said, so-and-so, this is not the NHL. He's a mini-mite. She said, it's not the NHL yet. And so I just think, what is so wrong with some of the people in our generation that they want the greatness, their children to have this greatness? Is it, is it because they feel they don't have it, so they project it onto their child? I don't understand, but it's only a game. It's only a game. So, um, again, like I said, you're going to have some parents who go crazy at their kids' sporting events. And, but the vast majority of people, from the feedback I've gotten so far, are welcoming it. I was just at um, our eldest a high school function yesterday and just got nothing but positive feedback from a lot of the moms and also from some of the kids who were there and who met Travis afterward and talked to him about it. So it was fantastic. Can you tell us once again where people go to get more information about the program? You can go to usada.org slash truesport, and you can find out information there. Uh, if you are really serious about wanting to get into it, again, I am not employed by USADA. I'm taking this into my own hands because it's something I truly, truly, truly believe in. Uh, you can contact me via Facebook, and I will give you a direct contact for somebody on the True Sport team. Betsy Andreu, pleasure ch- chatting with you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, George. Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.